Run it up. This is another brand new episode of the Run It Up podcast. Run it up. We going in on everything sports, pop culture, and everything in the world of hip hop. Let's go. This is the Run It Up podcast with Najee Adams. What is up, everybody, and welcome back to Running Up Podcast here on the Rise Network. I'm your host, Najee Adams. You know, I got the guy with me, Justice Gregory, our other guy, could not make it. Khalil, he's on a flight to Boston. I think he's going to a Bulls-Celtics game or something like that. So my guy's out here living life, so he couldn't make it, but we, he's here in spirit, you feel me? So um, how you doing, bro? Chilling, bro. Jason Tatum pod on the way. I don't know if everybody knew, but that's why Khalil's up there. He's got a business meeting with Tatum. Oh. <laughs> no, you didn't know? Okay. No, I had no fair clue. Had yeah, no fair clue, enough. Nah, it's, coming. it's coming down yeah. the pipe. Don't worry about it. Jason Tatum uh-huh. interview coming soon. Um, so, yeah, we, this is going to be a, a, a low-key quick one. We're talking about kind of NFL trade deadline stuff. Uh, a surprise in the NBA season. Um, I want Justice... I have two things here that I want Justice to rank that I haven't told him, uh, but it's NFL Sick. related. It's NFL related. Sick. It's not NBA related. Um, and then we're gonna talk. Uh, did I say Lakers already? Yeah, you told. Well, no, you told me Lakers. Well, I told you Lakers, but if I said it already on the pod, it deserves to be said twice because that's obviously our favorite team. So you already know we gotta talk them. So, uh, but yeah, before we get into everything, we gotta go through the song of the week. So, uh, you know what? I'm going to start this week. Song of the week this week for me is called Marie by Sleepy Hollow. We're bringing it back. It hasn't been Good a Sleepy God. Hollow song in a while. Good God. It hasn't been a Sleepy Hollow song in a while. So we're bringing it back. It's called Marie by Sleepy Hollow. Y'all finna hear that right now. I want now. you to get all in your feels every time that they play this. Uh, and I know she ain't got no time to be sitting and waiting. And I wonder if she would have known me if I wasn't famous. Ain't no space for basic, but I fake shit because we faded. And we are back. Hope y'all enjoyed that. Justice, drop it on me. What's your song of the week, bro? In honor of what will be the album of the year, we're going with Jimmy Cooks by Drake and 21 Savage. Oh, that when does that drop? Next Friday? This Friday? It was supposed to drop last week, so I don't know. I'm guessing this Friday if I had yeah. if I had to but I can't get me cold, bro. Thank you, John Wayne. I bought them yellow stones, let away they hang, babe. For the silicone, everybody fake now. You could crack the code, bust down everything. Set in rose gold, dread talking to you niggas. Like I'm J. Cole. I could tell a Uh so where do we start? I guess we can start with the trade deadline stuff. Uh, yeah. yeah, we start with trade deadline stuff. NFL trade deadline passed. A whole bunch of trades that were like Kareem Hunt was supposed to get traded for the last two years. <laughs> Didn't get traded. Uh, Brandon uh, Cooks was supposed to get moved. Didn't get moved. Um, those are two guys that came to my mind because those are the two guys I had on my fantasy team and I was really hoping for them to get moved. Ended up sucking because now Brandon Cooks isn't even playing tonight. So, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's lost a week. Um, but one of the bigger trades for me that kind of came out of nowhere was Chase Claypool to the Bears. Now, mm. Chase Claypool was in talks. He was in discussions. Uh, the Steelers were shipping him. Or is that how people say it? Shopping? Shopping him. The Steelers were yeah, shopping, shopping him because they have George Pickens in-house now. And they feel like George Pickens deserves a bigger role. And they can't justify giving that role to him without Chase Claypool being gone. So, they were trying to get Chase Claypool up out of there. 
that's the stupidest logic I've ever heard. <laughs> that's how they felt. That's stupid. Which we is have crazy. so many. We have too many good receivers, so we got to open up spots for another one. He, well, they played Deontay on the outside instead of the slot, so I guess they felt like Chase Claypool and George Pickens have all. They have three outside guys, so like there's not, one of them had to go. Um, I like Chase Claypool, Mapletron. I think Chase Claypool is pretty decent. Like I don't think he's amazing. Like I don't think he's a one A receiver on a team, but I think he could be a, 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 a number two receiver on a playoff team. Is he the one A to Mooney? Mm. I, I don't think he is this year because I think Justin Fields and Mooney have like built up chemistry over the past right. year and a half. But talent-wise, I don't know. He's got size that you don't really find. He's like 6'4, 230, 50-50 ball monster. Like I don't that's that's the type of stuff you don't come around too often. Well, that's the type of thing you need for a quarterback who struggles with accuracy. He's a guy who's got like just a ginormous catch radius and can exactly and can produce and 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 Fields doesn't have to be right on the money. Um, as as turned to Mooney, who's a great route runner, um, can really play outside or in the slot, uh, where he's so small that you need balls to be around him at least. And, Clay, and Claypool, you throw that thing in, throw it up. Yeah. He got a he got a shot. Um, the the thing that with Claypool, I think that we haven't got to see what he could be because he played with dead arm Ben. And he's definitely more of a deep Mitch. threat. Yeah, he's <laughs> definitely he... more of a deep threat with his size and his speed and the way he moves. So to see him in a place where at least they have somebody who has a lively arm, I, I think I think Chase could be a really good number two. And I I think he could be a Pro Bowl talent. Oh, I, I mean, I don't think that's too far off. Um, you give I me twelve hundred I... yards and ten tutties. Yeah, I, I think Chase Claypool would definitely give you at least a thousand and ten. You feel me? Right. But thousand and ten, I think, is more than doable for him. And the thing, the thing that people were having issues with with this trade was the fact that the Bears gave up their second round pick to get Chase Claypool, right? And so, like, right. the Bears are three and five. Their mm-hmm. second round pick is projected to be somewhere in like the top forty. You know, right. like our early second they gave up to get Chase Claypool. Now. They also have the Ravens second round pick, which is obviously probably going to be in the back end of the second round. But like right. they clearly wanted Chase Clay. Like it was a bidding war. The Packers were trying to get Chase Claypool. And Aaron Rodgers said on the Pat McAfee show, like, I thought that I was going to come on this and tell you guys that we traded for Chase Claypool because yeah. the Pat the Packers were giving their second. So for the Bears to for the Steelers to take the Bears trade, they had to give the Bears second. So I guess they felt like, listen, Chase Claypool, we ain't going to find nobody better at pick 40 in the 2022 NFL draft than we are Chase Claypool. And yeah. so I don't necessarily hate it. Like, I don't think that – so, like, I was looking at receiver, like, the the consensus on, like, receivers in this year's draft, and it's not that crazy. Like, it's pretty top-loaded. So, like – and Chase Claypool's not that – he's not old by any means. Like, Chase Claypool's, like, 24 years old. He's still got multiple years in the league to go. Like, and he's already an established talent. Like, you know what you're getting out of Chase Claypool. You could draft someone at 40, and they could end up being horrible, you know? So, like – Yeah, they could be John Ross. They could be John Ross, exactly. And the steel and the Bears still have another second in the back end. And I feel like they hadn't really done much to show Justin Fields, like, hey, we're gonna really give you a chance to succeed. You feel me? Like that yeah. O line, they did nothing to address that. They did nothing to address receiver, even though they drafted Velas Jones in the second round last year, and he's done absolutely nothing. So, like now to show that Justin Fields, like, listen, we're getting you a weapon. We gave up a second round pick to give you a guy that is of no prototype that you have on your team currently. 
Yeah. So make, make show us what you got in these last eight games. And then we traded the best football player on our roster. <laughs> yeah. They <laughs> traded two of them, Robert Quinn, Roquan Smith, yeah. both of them. They gave Robert Quinn to the Eagles for a fourth, which is <laughs> whatever. And then they gave Roquan Smith to the Ravens for a linebacker, a second, and a fifth. Which is an AJ Klein. Yeah, AJ Klein. AJ Klein. So I feel like for the Ravens, it obviously makes sense. They get Roquan Smith, who was the best. One of the he was he's been an all-pro linebacker the past two seasons. And Patrick Queen hasn't really taken the steps that you would like to see him take as a linebacker. So like they, and when you look at the rest of their roster, like obviously they're weak at receiver, especially today, Rashad Bateman out for the season. So their number one wide receiver is like Devin Duvernay, Deshaun Jackson. <laughs> so yeah, you know. Deshaun Jackson. That's so brutal. They're, they're, they're weak at receiver, but outside of that, like they're pretty good at every other position. They have, Anyone could play running back for them. Obviously, they have J.K. Dobbins out right now, but Kenyon Drake comes in, looks like a star. They have Gus Edwards. They have uh, Justice Hill. Like, they're they're good, you know? Like, they're good at that position. They don't need to address it via trade. Obviously, quarterback, sure up. Tight end, sure up between Mark Andrews and Likely. Cornerback, uh, but, like, what cornerbacks are you trading for? Like, what good cornerbacks right. were, were on the market? None. So, like, safety. Richard out there. Yeah, yeah, you go sign him up to Amazon Prime desk. <laughs> so, like linebacker is really the only position of need that that they can address and to give up a second and a fifth. I don't think that's that bad. Like Roquan Smith is only 26 years old. Like he's still got a lot of time left in the league and he's one of, if not the best linebackers in the NFL. So like, well, he's no Fred Warner, but no, 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 no. <laughs> but listen, here's my thing. So that's two things. It, it obviously means that the Ravens think that they can go ahead and win a Super Bowl Because if you make this move now for a guy who's at the end of his deal, and you have to pay him. And to pay him, they have to pay him $20 million. They're also going to have to pay Lamar 46. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> no so like, like you're committing a lot of your cap to those two guys. Um, and this and this is my only problem. Roquan is great at what he does. Like you said, he's an all-pro linebacker. It's not like you just find all pros. And he's young. He's probably worth the money to an extent. But at the end of the day, he's not a great pass rusher. And and the, the NFL, that's kind of what rules right now. Teams who can create pressure are teams that are usually really good on that side of the ball. Roquan is more of an outside linebacker who's really good in coverage and good in run support. Uh, I mean, he's got like 16 and a half sacks, I think, for his career. Uh, just not something he excels at that I feel like they needed. And I feel like you can find coverage linebackers cheaper than what they paid for Roquan. That's on top of the $20 million they're going to pay to keep him. I think they could have found somebody who could do that job to an extent, not as well as Roquan, obviously, but to a like a place where it suffices. Maybe it's not Patrick Queen because he's can't tackle, but <laughs> can't uh, yeah. So I, I just I think I would have loved them to go get somebody who could really create pressure. And maybe they maybe that's a part of Roquan's game that the Bears never showed us. Maybe he just wasn't put in those scenarios. So. And so I want to ask you, right, like this is a, obviously a win-now move. Uh, like we're trying to get the Super Bowl now. It's, our eyes are set on nothing but the Lombardi. Fuck all that other stuff. So do does this move make the Ravens? They're 5-3 and three right now. Just beat the Bucks. Big win for them. Obviously, barely beat the Browns. Lost to the Giants. Beat the Bengals. Lost to the Bills. So, like, does this move make them better than – the Chiefs. No. God, no. Does it make them better than the Chargers? Yeah. I think they're already better than the Chargers. Does it make them better than the Dolphins? No. Ooh, I think that's a hot take. 
I, I think, think I, th- I think that the I think that the Dolphins when they have two are are they're undefeated. I, I said on the last pod. I, I said on the <laughs> last pod that we did that didn't get put out. I think the Dolphins are contenders. They're they're oh. undefeated with Tua playing, which is crazy. Yeah. I mean, that's crazy to say, but like if Tua is an upgrade to Teddy yeah. or whoever else they threw out there, um, I, I think that I would I would easily take the Dolphins almost because of offensive weapons. So to you, it, it so them trading for Ro- Roquan Smith basically moved no needle for you. In the no, AFC. not for me. Not okay, for me. okay, that's fair. Did but it I for feel, you? It didn't for me either. I I think I I toy between them and the Dolphins. I don't think they're better than the Bills. I don't think they're better than the Chiefs. I think those are the two top do- – like, I think the Bills and the Chiefs are on a tier of their own, and then it's kind of like that Dolphins, Ravens, Bengals maybe, but after that showing against the Browns, I do not like that. And with Jamar Chase, we don't know how much time he's going to miss. The Chargers, they do not do it for me. The Broncos, no, sir. The Jets. But the Chargers should do it for us, bro. That's the thing. On paper, that should be the best team in football, and they're just not. And they're just yes. not, bro. They We beat them. The, well, we. The Seahawks <laughs> beat them. The Jags <laughs> beat them 38 to 10. <laughs> like, like what we, we can't blame about? that on no Keenan Allen, bro. Like, I get it. That's a tough loss to have. But, God, you've got to be better than that. You've got to be. And, and so, I'm just not – I don't believe in the Chargers. I, don't, I think Justin Herbert is super nice. But I just don't believe in the Chargers. They've shown me nothing to make me think like they play great stretches of football, but yeah. for the vast majority of the season, they've looked mid. Like the definition well, after, of mid. After week one, because that was Chiefs, week one. Yeah. And they went blow for blow with them. And I was like, all right, like this is what you want to see. Maybe they don't ultimately come out on top, but that's what you want to see from them. And then it's just nothing about them is consistent football. It's just like watching the Bengals play. Even though the Bengals aren't near as talented on paper. They're so infuriating because, like, you, I, I didn't think that they would – that Super Bowl run was fluky to for me. Absolutely. Like, you know, like, they just got hot at the right time. Like, I, I don't think the Bengals were the best team in the AFC by any means last year. Right. Like they, they ended up being – but I think the Bills were the best team in the AFC last year. Or the Chiefs. I think the Bills and the Chiefs were the best teams in the AFC last year. Um, And, you know, that, that Chiefs-Bills game that went to the OT and everything, that was – the AFC chip for me, <laughs> you know, right. like, like whoever won that team, that game should have went to the Super Bowl, but um, obviously that's not how it happened. And so like, I think we're seeing a bit of a Super Bowl hangover. I think we're seeing a team that thinks that like had higher expectations for themselves than maybe they should have coming off the Super Bowl. But like, I get it after you come to Super, after you come off a Super Bowl, you're supposed to think we could get right back. But right. like when you're realistic with yourself, I don't think this team is talented enough to get back, you know? And so, yeah, they they lost Jamar Chase. They lost Chidobia Wouzier and, you know, T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd are out there. But everyone talks about the Bengals receiver depth. But after, like, once one of them goes down, now they got Trent Taylor at wide receiver three, and it's not looking too hot. So Might as well, might as well run Rondé Hollis-Jefferson out there, bro, just to see. Like, I mean, good God. And the, so even last year, which we talked about, and I don't know if you and me talked about it, we might have. I said it somewhere either here on Twitter. I said the Bengals are more likely to miss the playoffs and make the Super Bowls again next year. And not that I don't think that team was good. I don't think Joe Burrow was good. I think they've got the right pieces. But it reminded me that whole that whole run reminded me of when OKC played Miami in the finals. Mm. It felt like 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 they were just ahead of their time. Like they shouldn't have been there yet. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then like, and then we saw the lapses in the years to come. Like of, of what was the disconnect for that team? And uh, yeah, I think they just got hot at the right time. And of course, uh, maybe it can happen again. I'm not going to put it past them. Just with with no Chiba and then no 
no Jamar, I just don't see how they can even find that rhythm to get to that spot. Oh, the Rams are absolutely horrific. I was yeah, shocked that they didn't make it. I was shocked they didn't make a move, but they gave I feel up. like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I feel like it's kind of them just being like, all right, you know, we know, we know what it is. We're not putting yeah. in no pain this year. Um, all right. McVay? Another, Did you see the McVay reports today? Yeah, he was like, he's tied to he's tied to their core four. And, and once he, they're done, he he's done. Yeah, which is like, okay. He's like a young, <laughs> he's one of the younger head coaches in the NFL. Yeah. Like, Fair enough, I guess, bro. Like, yeah, I guess. he Because it's Cooper Cup, Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, and there was one more person that is that in that court. Stafford. Court. Yeah, Matt Stafford. Yep. Cooper Cup, Jalen Ramsey, uh, Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald's about to retire. Season. Yeah, he was McVay was almost out the door at this offseason. So, so I don't know what that's the what they talk about there. I feel like if I'm sure they'll try and make a run next season, but you're gonna have to convince Aaron Donald to play another year. They're gonna be trash this year. Like I don't know how that's gonna work, but the Rams could blow it up after this season. Who knows? Um another big deal for a team that we're both pretty high on, the Bradley Chubb to Miami Dolphins trade. Right. Uh, Dolphins got Bradley Chubb in a fifth. They gave up Chase Edmonds a 2023 first, which they got via the 49ers in the Trey Lance deal, and a 2024 fourth. Now, timeout. I tweeted something from FanDuel that did you, I know you saw the graphic. They went fucking viral. Um, it has like 30K likes. Give me my raise, boy. Uh, right. it, the, from the Trey Lance trade, they got Trey. The, the Niners, the Dolphins had the third pick in the 2021 draft, traded it to the Niners for like the 12th pick and the 2022 pick and a 2023 first three first basically the Niners ended up with Trey Lance the Dolphins took the 12th pick traded up to the sixth took Jalen Waddle traded that 2022 first for Tyree Kill and traded the 2023 first for Bradley Chubb <laughs> so they walked out of that deal obviously now people when I tweeted it people were like well this is misleading because they didn't just trade those picks straight well duh of course they packaged other picks with them but the my, like the, the the primary piece in those deals was the picks that they got from the 49ers so they basically yep. turned Trey Lance into the best receiving duo in the league right now <laughs> and Easy. Bradley Chubb <laughs> so I think they came out on top there not um, only the best receiving duo, the best receiver in the league right now. Tyreek Hill. Tyreek's been better than everybody. I have a question. Would you take – so this is kind of fantasy football related, like kind of dynasty fantasy football related, but also just like for future team building. Would you take Jalen Waddle or CeeDee Lamb? Jalen Waddle. Okay, good. Me too. That's a great question. I'm we, so oh, ridiculously high on Jalen Waddle, bro. I mean, I targeted him in our dynasty draft. And I is just he, I just – if you're looking at young wide receivers after Jay Jettas and Jamar Chase, is he third for you? I'd have to really look at all the young wide receivers. I would assume so. Like, like, like T. Higgins. You'd rather Jalen Waddle than T. Higgins. Oh, yeah. I would prefer Jalen Waddle than T. Higgins. I'm on Raw. True. Um, yeah, I would prefer Waddle. Okay. Hold on. Uh, AJ Brown is the big one. AJ Brown is the is I feel like no, I, I prefer AJ, I think. Okay. So you got Jay Jettas, Jamar, AJ, and then Jay. By the way, if he could if he could ever get a quarterback, I would take Terry. He was killing Jair Alexander. When Bro, they Terry, the I don't care what anybody says, and I, his numbers are down this year, and I understand that. Like we talk about how DJ Moore produces without quarterbacks all the time, or he has that's in the past. A, that's a good guy. He's a good receiver. Him. 
DJ Moore is unreal. DJ Moore is unreal. I don't care if anybody says he's unreal. And the same line, Terry McLaurin is unreal. He is absolutely 100% an elite NFL receiver. I do think he is the best or second best receiver from his class. I would slot, I would slot DK at third right there. I apologize to you. Um, it's fine. It's fine. But I just I love Terry McLaurin. So I would probably just by pure talent take Terry to to Jalen. I think Terry is much better aggressively having to catch the ball than Waddle is. But in space, Waddle is so unreal. That's more like pick your poison. So would you take Terry to AJ? Nah. AJ, okay. I, if you asked me that a year ago, I would have said yes. But I think what Philly's doing with AJ and the games he explodes are just it just feels like nobody can touch him, bro. So you he's take, so physically dominant. You take Terry to CD? Yeah, I would. Okay. All right, not, so have, I, I think CD's a one. I think You CD's know a how one, I feel about that, man. Right. No, I think CD's a low-end one, but I, I just think that Terry is a clear one on a, on a team that he can finally get a quarterback, which may never happen for him, apparently. But We, we have the same top three. I, I think those that top three is easy for me. And then I'd probably slot Waddle. And then – So Waddle over Terry for you. Yeah, right? okay. yeah, yeah. I really like T. Higgins. I do. I love T. Higgins, but I would, I would probably put Terry over T. Higgins just because he's proven that, you know, he he's been the one on that those teams for for at least two years now, and T. Higgins has never really been a one outside of. Would you take T. to DJ? DJ Moore. That's a great question. DJ's elite, bro. <laughs> I, I'm so question. happy he's a Panther, bro. Fan, in fantasy, I would take. In fantasy, I would right. take T. Right in in real life, if I'm building a team and someone says to me, "You have a mid quarterback," like you have a like I don't know who's a mid quarterback, like uh, I don't know, like Teddy Bridgewater is your quarterback, right? You get to choose between T Higgins and DJ Moore. I would choose DJ Moore. DJ Moore's I, already did that with yeah, Teddy Bridgewater <laughs> because because I feel like he's like like he's less rely like like you just need less to make him work. You know, he's like, unreal, bro. I feel like he's a better route runner. Obviously, T's better at like the 50 50 stuff, the downfield stuff, but you know, I just feel like it's easier to get DJ Moore going, you know. Um, well, Panthers haven't been able to do it. I mean, we did the last, last two weeks. Week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we did the last two weeks. Hello, PJ Walker unlocked my boy. Um, and so, yeah, kind of just doubling back to the Bradley Chubb thing. They obviously get Bradley Chubb. I don't think that he's this like tier one pass rusher, tier two, but. Though. I think he's a, a good pass rusher. They just signed him to an extension. It's like five years, hundred and something million with like 60 20, million, 20 some million a year. Yeah. So yeah. Stupid. He's making bread. Um, and I think this is a, as a win now move for a team that feels like they can really win it all, especially in the AFC. Here's, here's the thing. Number one, that's great for the Broncos. I think it, to a point you have to get capital back and they got what they slid back in the first round with that. Right? No. Yeah, they got back in the first round after trading every pick they had for Russell Wilson, who has just been absolutely putrid. Yeah, just abysmal. Um, so I I'm, I think that they'd have to make that deal to get back in the first round draft talent that you don't have to pay right now that to that extent because, you know, Chubb did just get paid and he's going to have to get paid one way or the other. And on the Dolphins side, it's also a win-now move, similar to what the Ravens were doing. Um, but I think it affects the Dolphins a little bit more just because he is a pass rusher. And if you look, Dolphins are 29th in pass rush from football, and they just don't blitz. Mm -hmm. They don't blitz because they don't have pass rushers. So they really do play like a soft shell coverage all the time and just say like, hey, you have to dice us up to beat us defensively. 
And a lot of teams do. They, yeah, they, a lot of them. The Lions lot of teams was can... putting up numbers on them. Yeah, they, but then so then it's just like okay, well now can you keep up? It's with a Kyrie shootout. Waddle? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and at the end of the day, I think that they had to get somebody defensively. I think that there was another move out there for them to make somewhere, surely. Um, but I mean, it, like like the what's his name? It's leaving me, bro. Got traded to the Brent Deion Jones. Like guys like that, I think I think they could. Oh, uh, the linebacker. Yeah, from the Falcons. I think there are guys like that that they could have gotten as well because I don't love their linebacker play all the time. Um, but it's a win now move, and I think they needed to do it, and I think the Broncos needed to do it. So if I was to grade that, both people get a at least a B B plus for me on that trade. Yeah, I feel like they feel like they can go for. It. I feel like they feel like they can win it. I think they also believe it's them, the Bills, and the Chiefs, and then everyone else in the AFC. And I agree. In the NFC, I think it's a crapshoot. Like. I think that any team could outside of the Eagles, like I think that the 49ers are on the come up. The Cowboys can make some noise. The Giants look good. We look good. I know no one likes to talk yeah. about the Seahawks, crazy. but God damn it. Geno Smith looks damn good. Crazy. Um, the Vikings look good, even though I don't necessarily believe it. They look good. Yeah. Um, the Packers. Uh, <laughs> they don't look good. Aaron Rodgers nope. does not look good. They're They're, terrible. Yeah, AJ Dillon looks like he's regressed. They have no receivers. Uh, so yeah, I think the NFC could go either way. Right now, it's the Eagles, and then damn near every other team. But in the AFC, I think it's a top three, and then a pretty massive drop off after that. Um, looking at another move, since we were talking about the Vikings, they went and acquired TJ Hawkinson, which was pretty shocking for me. Uh, like in division shipped him right on over there he was one of their better passing game options but i guess they feel like listen i don't think they're getting Jamison williams back this year and if they do it'll be on the back back end of the season so i guess they figured no you, to, though, you, yeah no there's need no to need rush it back the same thing with deandre swift they they said after the like dan campbell said like we we gave him too many carries like we rushed him there's no reason to for them to like you're not making no noise you know let let deandre yeah. swift rest up Get TJ Hawkinson up out of there. They Don't let DeAndre Swift rest up because I just traded for him yeah, in fantasy. That's so tough. the Lions got a second and a third for the 2023 second and a 2024 third, which I feel like is good for a tight end. You know, like yeah. tight end isn't a premium position. <laughs> so no, like to, to get a second and a third for TJ Hawkinson, I feel like is good. Great move for the Vikings as well, because I feel like they're trying to like, like we just said, the NFC is wide open. So they feel like we're six and one. We have one of the better offenses in the NFL. Why can't we go for it? Right. And with, with Irv Smith heading to injured reserve, he's out for like 10 to 12 weeks. TJ Hawkinson is one of the best seven tight ends in the NFL. Mm -hmm. So like, you Which already have, a lot. it's not, but you already have like a, a, like a premier talent wide receiver. You have Adam Thielen, who's one of the better wide receiver twos. You have KJ Osborne, one of the better wide receiver threes. You add TJ Hawkinson to that. And, you know, Dalvin Cook's one of the better running backs and a top six, seven running back in the NFL. And, you know, I just feel like their offense has so many good players on it that they're going to put up points regardless. And that it's kind of like the Dolphins. Like their defense isn't amazing, but it's not horrible. And like they're going to beat most teams on the offensive end most of the time. So, so Darius Smith is carrying them on defense. He definitely is. Um, one of the weirder moves was the Calvin Ridley trade. So Calvin Ridley, obviously suspended for gambling, whatever. Uh, the Jags went and acquired Calvin Ridley. They gave up a conditional fifth <laughs> and a conditional second. Now, it, Calvin Ridley turns 28 in December. He's had injury issues. 
And I don't know why the the Jags wouldn't have just done this in the offseason rather than doing it now. Like nothing in his trade value is going to change between now and March. Like he's it's not most random play. thing ever, bro. <laughs> he's not going to play. I, I understand wanting to give Trevor Lawrence like an alpha kind of guy. Uh, you know, they they got Christian Kirk. I feel like they they want their receiving core to be Calvin Ridley, Christian Kirk, Zay Jones, and rock out with that and give Trevor at least one top-tier weapon. Like, we know what Calvin Ridley is. He hasn't proven to be an alpha wide receiver one, but he's a damn good wide receiver two. At least hey, we thought he was going to be last year, bro. We, we thought he was, and then Brutal. things kind of went downhill. Um, but, yeah, one of the weirder trades, I like it for the Jags. I I think like giving your quarterback some semblance of hope is good and like proving that you believe in them, kind of like the Chase Claypool, Justin Fields thing. I just feel like they could have waited until April and made the same trade when they knew that Calvin Ridley was reinstated. Right. Um, and then, yeah, everything else was kind of just eh. like the Dolphins also traded for Jeff Wilson. They give up a fifth for Jeff Wilson. And I know a lot of people was like, why not trade for Kareem Hunt? Like when you can get Jeff Wilson for a fifth or Naeem Hines for a six, why would I give you a fourth for Kareem Hunt? You know, like, well, like don't I don't do think that. the difference is that. Much. No, it is. Kareem I don't Hunt, think it's that different. Bro. Kareem Hunt as a team's RB one is, I think, one of the ten best running backs on football. I don't think he's the that big of a difference. Like, if I can give you a six for Naeem Hines, if I'm the Bills, because I know the Bills are talking about getting Kareem Hunt, like. Would I rather give you a fourth Kareem Hunt or a six for Naeem Hines when we don't pass the ball any, when we don't run the ball anyway? I'd rather get Naeem. But they Hines need to run the ball. They I gotta, don't know if they do. They do. They're gonna. They're putting so much on Josh, bro. For him to have to sit there yeah, and take hit be, after hit after hit, they have to get him a running back. For him to be your number one option running the ball is brutal. Brutal. Ask Cam Newton how it went for him. Being I mean, the they drafted James the Cook. They got Devin Singletary. I like, like James Cook. I like James Cook too. They have they pass catching like backs. Cook. Like Naeem Hines is just a pass catching back. I guess, but like, are you really going to take the ball out of Josh Allen's hands when you have Gabe Davis and Stephon Diggs out there? You want Josh Allen passing the ball more times than not. You can still throw That's the ball makes 40 your times offense. a game. That's what makes your offense prolific. And De- Devin Singletary is not horrible. Like he runs the ball pretty well. No, he does not. Yes, they do. Yes, he no, does. He they does got Zach not. Moss up out of there. Nine Hines, another pass catching guy. Like, but that's how the league feels. No one gave the Browns a fourth for Kareem Hunt because he's 27 and he's gonna be a free agent. And- I can't wait for him to be on a different team next year because I traded for him in our dynasty league. I have him in my dynasty league. I wanted him to get moved. He just didn't because I guess the rest of the league felt how I feel, and that if we could give up a six and get someone. That may not be of the same talent, but can still make the chains move the set in a different way. I'm doing it. Um, and yeah, that was really all the contenders, all, all the like big moves. Oh, uh, CMC, bro. Oh, I felt the CMC trade happened before the deadline. So I didn't know if we wanted to talk about it, but yeah, let's talk about it. That's your team. That's, that's your guys. That's exactly how we can talk about it. You guys turned down two first for Brian Burns, which you got CMC. Okay, listen, this is, this is my problem. I love Brian Burns, and I've sat here and talked about pass rushers. turned down two firsts from the Rams, who are uh, bad. So I, I've <laughs> talked about pass rushers since we got here. If you get offered two firsts for a pass rusher, you take it. And I think Brian Burns is really good, but what are the chances of him ever being like a legit, like all pro top five pass People rusher? give up two firsts for quarterbacks. That's what I'm saying. So, like, why are you? so if that report is true, if that report is true, I'm so mad, 
bro. Because if if by some chance of the imagination a quarterback was to come on the market, to like as unhappy request a trade, you have two first and your pick or whatever, and you want to throw at that instead of taking another shot at another rookie, then you could do it. But now we're just sitting here with Brian Burns, <laughs> and, and for some reason we won, we won, a, we won a game again that we shouldn't have won. <laughs> and like it's like our guys are like not in the tank mentality that we should be in. Mm-mm. Uh, but maybe you know what? Maybe Matt corrals it, and I just don't know it. Oh, brother! Yeah, you need C.J. Stroud. You need Bryce Young. You no, need a I need C.J. Stroud. I don't want Bryce <laughs> yeah. Young. Oh, you don't like that's a hot take. I don't. I don't want Bryce Young. I see. I feel the same way that there's not that big of a gap between them. But everybody swears that Bryce Young is just no. ten times better than C.J. Stroud, and I just don't see it. Granted, C.J. Stroud does beat up on a lot of shit college teams, but like he's still nice. Like he's still mobile. Nice, he makes bro. every pass that needs to be made. Um, just Ohio State quarterbacks don't have a good rep. I know. So, but Fields could be the change. Hey, I was about to say, don't talk about. I love me some Justin. Fields. No, I'm. We both love Justin <laughs> yeah, Fields. I, I thought. Love me some I, Justin Fields. I swore that he was the best quarterback in that class. He and I still think he has a chance to be. I think he still has a chance to be. Seriously. Um, even, even though Trevor looks really good sometimes. Some emphasis on that. Sometimes. Yeah. That's all uh, of them, though. They all is, look like except Zach Wilson. He looks bad most of the time. Um, talk to me about Christian McCaffrey. Well, as a Panthers fan, were you okay with letting him walk? Well, letting – well, trading him? Um. Yeah, I, I, I've been okay with trading CMC. Um, when the Deshaun Watson talks kind of started heating up, I thought that CMC would have played a part in that trade um, if, it, if it ever had happened, and I was okay with it at the time. Now I don't want Deshaun Watson because more details have come out, so obviously I'm not interested <laughs> in him being my team's quarterback. Um, but, I mean, honestly, they paid a premium to get him for the Niners, and for the Niners, that's an, an obvious win-now move. Like We like our roster, Jimmy G. We've seen he can at least get us there. Um, for us – we needed assets anyways. RB is one of the more disposable positions in football is like what I would say is you can usually find somebody like yeah, you can just tote it, bro. And he did it last year. Um, I love having more assets. I think the more draft picks you can get, especially in the NFL, um, where there's so many positions that a lot of good talent does fall to the second round and a lot of good talent does fall to the third round. Um, and I think we'll still have a top 10 pick, hopefully a top seven, five, four. And if we can use one of those to, again, package and move up to a team who's just got a young quarterback, or if Kyler Murray decides he wants to get traded, I'll take it, bro. That's so a, people hate Kyler. I do not know why he gets so much hate. The Call of Duty thing, the whatever. It's he a, gets it's so, so much hate. Like, he's not bad. He's, not, he's one of the seven best quarterbacks in the NFL. Eight best quarterbacks in the NFL. I don't know about that right now, but yeah, typically I would have. I I'm talking about yes. like ceiling. I think he's one of the eight best quarterbacks in the NFL. Would you rather have Hurts or Kyler? I'd rather have Hurts. But, la- but la- asked me that two months ago. And I, I would have said, said yeah, I would have said Kyler. <laughs> I heard. Um, I would love to. One day we're just going to rant about Jalen Hurts because I'm a huge Jalen Hurts guy. And to see him be what he is is just. I'm on. pissed that I traded him to you for Deshaun. Well, yes, maybe, when uh, Deshaun, maybe when he comes back, we'll be good. But. Uh, Regardless, uh, the Christian McCaffrey trade, I like it for both teams. Obviously, Kyle Sh- if there's any offense to throw Christian McCaffrey in and know how to use him, Kyle Shanahan, my boy just got the triple crown without Debo, got a pass and touchdown, receive a touchdown, rush a touchdown, first player to do it since LT in 2005. I mean, Ladanian Thompson in 2005. People don't think I mean Lawrence Taylor, but no, Ladanian <laughs> Thompson. Um, and uh, yeah, Christian McCaffrey looks amazing for the Niners. 
takes that offensive ceiling to an entirely new level when him, Debo, Ayuk are out on the field is crazy. Um, and Jimmy G is a check down extraordinaire. So, you know, we need as many big play opportunities as we can yeah. get. And CMC He's not creating that, many. Yes, exactly. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of our little trade deadline recap. Now, before we get into like NBA stuff, the two things I wanted to have you rank right now are the it, it's crazy that we actually ended up talking about it anyway. I want to have you rank the 2020 quarterback class and the 2021 quarterback class. Now, the 2020 quarterback class is really only four of them. It's Burrow to a Herbert Hurts. It's it's a tough rank. I posted it on FanDuel, and I was even I was like, this is tough for me. There's a clear one, and then two, three, and four get very hazy. For 2021, it's Trevor, Zach, Trey Lance, Justin Fields, Mac Jones, and Davis Mills. So there's six. Okay, so am I, am I ranking them all collectively or just 2020 no, 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 and no. We're, we're splitting them up. I'm not going to violate you like that. Okay. Even though it would be perfect because there's 10, but I'm going to split it up. Yeah. Right, okay. So we is, this, start with- is this forever? Like for my, for my team moving forward or this year? Well, let's say moving forward because Trey Lance is obviously cheating. So let's say right. – team moving forward like over the next five years okay they're you're ranking for the 2020 class okay um herbert one. Oh, that's not my one so i yeah, guess herbert so one. okay herbert one uh burrow two that's hurts, my one hurts three two of four okay and the reason is because i just think herbert's better okay <laughs> Herbert's arm talent is so elite. For me, it goes Burrow, Herbert, and then I really struggle with Tua. What hurts? I really struggle struggle with that because Tua looks fucking good. He's no, he doesn't look that good. Does he look? Does he look as good to you? I mean, they're playing shitters. They have one of the easiest schedules in the NFL. Taylor Hurts got one of the best deep balls in football with the, with his arm that people said he Bro, didn't have. Tua is so accurate, especially on downfield stuff. Sure, he underthrows a couple of things, but like everybody, every Patrick Mahomes throw to Tyreek Hill was not fucking a bomb. He got underthrown sometimes too. But like, listen, yeah, except Pat was thrown at sixty five yards like, to get an underthrow. Bro, Tyreek. I feel like coming into the season, everybody was like, "Oh my god." Tyreek Hill's going to be trash because Tua can't sustain two wide me. receivers. Me. And now, and now they have the most receiving yards in the league. And everyone's like, oh, well, Tua's only good because he has Tyreek Hill. I'm like, what? You can't switch it up because you were just saying that he's going to be bad because he has Tua. But now everything's working out fine. So I feel like you got to, we got to keep the same energy. We got to keep the same energy. So, okay, I didn't say he'd be bad. I just said he was <laughs> on the fringe of my top 12 fantasy or top 10 fantasy receivers. And so for me, I I really am torn because I love Jalen Hurts. I love Jalen Hurts. You I being love, torn is sad. That's, I love I'm, what he does in the, the run game. <laughs> really, I'm so upset with you, bro. I really want to say Tua. I really want Hertz, to say. Hurts is a better thrower than Tua. And Hurts is a better runner. <laughs> The development Hertz that Hurts, runner. Hurts a better let runner. me tell you something, bro. Hurts has done nothing but get wildly better every year. Bro, and the steps he's taking as a passer, he's making his reads. He can stay in the pocket. He throws a beautiful deep ball, one of the best deep balls in football. It's tough for me because I. it comes down to, obviously, Hurts is the better runner. Hurts about to win an MVP. So. Is to, Josh Allen's winning MVP. Is Tua 
that much better a passer than Jalen Hurts is a rusher. I don't think that's the end all. I don't think that's the conversation that but, decides it. But that's what decides it for me because it's so close. So I'm gonna, I think Hurts is a better passer. So yeah, and you're fucking batshit. So I'm gonna say that he isn't that much like obviously Jalen Hurts is a top three rushing quarterback in the NFL. So like I would say yeah, I guess him, Kyler, Lamar, and switch uh, Josh Allen, like of all yeah, four yeah. of them. Um so I would say hurts Tua, but I'm not I'm not fucking locked in. And Joe Burrow's one for me. Um can you tell me why Burrow over Herbert? I just feel like he's the more accurate quarterback. I feel like he's the obviously I don't think he's as much of a gunslinger, but I just feel like he's the overall more well-rounded quarterback. Like makes less mistakes, just looks more polished than I Justin think at Herbert this point, does. Yeah, but if you have five years. That's Joe, a, that's Joe, Joe Burrow's been to a Super Bowl and Justin Herbert can barely that's beat the not, Broncos. That can't be your rule, <laughs> like, bro. What are we talking about? Jimmy G's been to a Super Bowl and like that's just I not mean, yeah, but but the talent level between Jimmy G and Joe Burrow is, or Jimmy G and Justin Herbert is not Jimmy the Bur- same, <laughs> not comparable. Jimmy G been to a Super Bowl, Josh Allen Hatton. So I, I mean, duh, but Jimmy, I think that Joe Burrow's just a more polished quarterback. Like I trust him with the ball more. If we're in a late game situation. Two minutes on the oh, clock. He's a gamer. He's a gamer. Yeah. I'd rather have Joe Burrow out there. And so I tr- I would trust him with my franchise more than I would trust Justin Herbert. See, I wouldn't. I think one one Herbert's arm talent is is elite. It's right up there with Josh and Mahomes. That's I would unsaid. Agree. He's I would the agree. better athlete. I mean, yeah. He's the sure, better athlete. He's not, he's not, it's, that's not gate. That's not moving no chains regardless. No, he could. He, he's but, but like that's not the the the, the right. difference in winning or losing is him rushing for five more yards that's fine if that's if that's what you feel that's fine <laughs> um no no i don't want to be i don't want to be disrespectful to burrow because this feels it makes me like i have to bash burrow and I, there's nothing to bash about joe nah, i didn't bash you just he's a gamer he's a gamer he extends plays all the time because he has to all the time you're um, talking about herbert yeah no no, no burrow burrow and he's okay. been and he's been to a super bowl we'll give him some credit for that I mean, he, he beat Patrick Mahomes in a playoff game. He did. So, I mean, I've got to give some credit to that. I just think that in the long run, the talent that Herbert has is so undeniable. And to me, I think Herbert, one, their, their offense is just bad. Like, it just, it's just bad, and I don't think that's him. I think they need a new coach. I think they'll get a new coach. Brandon Fair. Staley sucks. Yeah. Sooner than later, <laughs> they'll get a new coach. But the throws that he's able to make, from I mean Zach like, Taylor also kind of sucks too. Right. <laughs> but from but from the left hash to be able to throw out I don't know 30 yards downfield but also 30 yards across the field. Like just the arm talent he has is something that Burrow doesn't he he can make throws that Burrow can't. He can find windows that Burrow can't. And I think I would prefer that and me thinking that I can refine his sometimes questionable decision making and sometimes his too much trust in his arm. I think I could I would like our chances of refining that and that being my quarterback, a la Josh Allen, who was bad for two years. Very bad. Very yeah, bad. it was just bad. And Herbert is not bad by any stretch of the imagination. I think you would put him in your top five quarterbacks right now. Coming into the season, you would say he's a top five quarterback. <laughs> Maybe. And they've just been a shit show over there. But that's not his fault. Mm-hmm. Um, no, Keen- no Keenan has absolutely killed him. Um, Mike so Williams I just th- went down too. So this is why yeah, one is so Josh Palmer. Josh Palmer. So like – 
if he had Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and Tyler Boyd, maybe maybe it looks uh, like yeah. yeah. You know what uh, I'm saying? No, you know what I'm saying. They got two. I think, I think, Burrow's got two receivers better than than Keenan Allen. Is T. Higgins better than Keenan Allen? Probably at this point. At this point, <laughs> oh no! If we would have said that coming into the season, I think I would have. I think like we were talking about fantasy and shit, but like wide receiver rank, like just pure skill. I don't know. If, I don't know. If yeah, Keenan nah, probably Keenan. Yeah, yeah. I think Keenan is better than T. Um, but regardless, he hasn't played. He's played two games, so whatever. Right. Um, I think that'll be a, a, a quarterback battle that we will be watching for the next ten years. I'm glad that they're both in the AFC. I wish they were in the same division, but you know, we got Lamar and Joe Burrow in the same division, and Deshaun Watson. So you know, <laughs> that's gonna be a banger of a division too. Um. We got Mahomes and Herbert. Let's go. Come on, That's man. true. Hey, and Russell Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> and Derek Carr. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and now the 2021 class is an absolute shit show. So please, please give me your ranking because I have Justin Fields one. And then after that, I could honestly throw a rock in the I think Justin Fields one, Davis Mill six. And you can rearrange everyone after that for me. Okay. Um so Justin Fields, I said, was the best quarterback coming out of that class. I didn't see what they saw with Trevor, per se. Generational um, quarterback. Generational can't-miss prospect. I watched I watched Justin Fields with ribs broken just absolutely obliterate him in a national championship game. Not a national championship game, but in a game to get to the national championship. Um, but I will say that there are, there are times where you watch Trevor play and it looks really special. Um, throwing the ball looks really special. Uh, and I think that we've yet to see special from Fields the thrower. Mm-hmm. I think they're starting to incorporate Fields the runner finally because that's Which what he's elite at. It's crazy that it took, took a them season that long and a half have. or half a season because they got a new coach and a new GM. So half a season to be like, you know what? I bet you can run pretty good. I <laughs> bet you can run the ball. Like, duh. Um, they're finally rolling him out of the pocket. And letting him do some things that I, that I think he's good Which at. Is where he's, he's when special he's, yeah, outside he, the pocket. Yeah, when he when he needs to create something, that's when he is. That's when you look at his upside. But Trevor's a good athlete, and Trevor can get out of the pocket, and Trevor can move. And I, I think in the long haul, I would probably side Justin, but it's like by the hair of my chinny chin chin, bro. Um, and I I favor guys who can run the ball. So, and I, I just Justin being able to, he's an elite runner if he. Is he's shown it already. Like you give me two weeks of running the ball and I look like I'm pretty good. Yeah, yes, you are. <laughs> exactly. um, and you you can watch them. Their plays where they're third and twenty five, and Justin's drop back to pass, but he's able to create something because he's bro. Mobile quarterbacks are just so valuable. And Trevor Lawrence isn't is not immobile by any means. No, not at all. But like mobile quarterbacks are so valuable because they turn a five yard loss because of a sack into a three yard gain. Exactly. And like that can be the difference in in winning and losing a game. Like yeah. if it's like that that you you go from three and out to you get a first down and you keep moving the chains. You feel me? Like, and that's why I love mobile quarterbacks so much, and that's why they're so valuable to me, just because they can have such a big impact on the game. The difference between Justin and some of the mobile quarterbacks we see is that he really does have a cannon, bro. Like he can really throw it. His accuracy is just questionable. Which so is crazy he, because that was the thing. Like, his thing was his accuracy coming out of, like, out of Ohio State. Everyone was like, oh, he's a dead eye passer. <laughs> and then he got He shows flashes, though, in college. But this talent just, level is so different, bro, that I can't. I would go Justin. 
then I would go Trevor pretty easily. I think I would go Zach. I think Zach has. <laughs> Did you watch that? That's <laughs> game. Yeah, no, no, no. But I think Zach. Has, I think Zach. First of all, he's been hurt. He's he's just not getting in the swing of the offense. Give him a chance, bro. Give Zach because he can really throw it. Like he can really throw it. Um, I was high on Zach Wilson before this season. And I just, after that last game, I was like, bro, what are we doing? Like, you can't even throw the ball away, right? Yeah, no, that was sad. Me and Khalil, were, <laughs> I think we was on FaceTime when we were watching it. And I was like, wait, did he? <laughs> did he try to throw that away? And he was like, I don't know. But um, I, obviously, first of all, every quarterback here looks like shit. <laughs> 38% of the time, yeah, exactly. no, 45% of the time. So it's hard to rank them. I would probably go Zach three. Okay. And then we're, I we're in go, the same, we have the same ranks. Okay. And I then probably, Lance. No, see. Oh, I would, see, I would probably, yeah. Ah, we haven't seen Lance. I have no I know, idea. But like, he's another Russian guy. So I would take him over Mac Jones. But he has no the, – the, the short span we've seen him is he has no clubs in his bag but the driver. Either I'm going to throw it as hard as I, I can. Like your, I like your analogies. Yes. Either, either, either I'm going to throw it as hard as I can and as far as I can, or we're just not going to catch it. Oh, you're five yards away? Watch this. <laughs> and it's just like, bro, like – Chill, it's a screen. Uh, like, uh-huh. <laughs> so it's a slip screen at that. And he's just throwing bullets at people's heads. And I think he lacks that natural touch that these some of these quarterbacks can give you. But I think Mac Jones is just bad. I think he stinks. He's getting his job taken by Bailey Zappi. He just doesn't <laughs> like, have the arm talent. He doesn't have the arm talent to be an elite, an elite NFL quarterback. Hey, but he's a pro bowl. Anyway, crazy, so he right? Yeah, right? They, he just doesn't have that. He got systemed into a good they won games without him throwing the ball that's so, they beat the bills <laughs> without him throwing the ball yeah. so blasphemous that's just crazy so um i think he's bad i would take davis mills before i would take mac jones that's uh, crazy <laughs> that's that could be hot but davis just shown some flashes bro well, you time. about to see him play the eagles <laughs> see well, what that's gonna be brutal yeah. oh god that's tonight. Yeah, without Brandon Cooks or Nico Collins. So okay, luck. that's not fair. No, that's not <laughs> fair. Look, uh, they're gonna get drubbed. Yeah, that, so I, starters might not even play in the fourth quarter. Okay, <laughs> so I would, I would go Zach three, Trey four, Mac five, and Davis six. We have the exact same ranks, so nothing for us to to argue about here. So that's gonna take us on to the NBA stuff, mm. and. For for I want to start with the Los Angeles Lakers because mm. that two is wins, baby. that is two fucking wins, damn right, two good wins. Too. Well, no, that Pelicans win wasn't good, but whatever. We're gonna talk about it now. We are two and five, two and five. What just overall? Because we haven't really talked about the Lakers, the two of us, really since the preseason. That's true. So so how are you feeling about our seven games record of two and five? Probably the most indifferent I've ever felt about a Laker team in my life. Um, like even when like it was like the young guys and we were we stunk. Like at least I could be like, no, they're young. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just so tired of Anthony Davis. And oh, I'm tired of AD. Well, it's been, we're what two years in now of me telling you that I think we should trade him. <laughs> yeah, uh, and not because he's not impactful and can have he's i think he's been the best defender in basketball i was about to say i think he's dpoy right now yeah um (laughs) that's great 
I need somebody who can play offense and he cannot shoot. He cannot shoot. And I don't care what we saw in the first game or the preseason when he hit a couple threes. It really like, oh, maybe he can't sucks shoot. because that gives so much credence to people saying that the bubble chip is not real because he really can't shoot. Like he, that was such an outlier that Pete, like, what do you say if someone says to you, yeah, you guys only won the chip because like there was a bubble and Anthony Davis was having a career year. I'll say everybody else is playing under the same circumstance. That's true. But I just hate that. He can't like, why can't well, you can't shoot? shoot. <laughs> like, they can't shoot. Um, not only can he not shoot, he's just not quick anymore. So he's literally, he's literally like a, like a lanky big. And which I think is why he tried to put on muscle last year. He lost a lot of bounce too. No, he, he don't, he doesn't get it above the rim. Like, <laughs> So it, I think that the athlete AD is it's deteriorated. I don't even he's know. Only he's only 29. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what his trade value. I think if you had told somebody, hey, who's going to be the best player? Five years ago, if you said who's going to be the best player in the NBA in five years, there were, there were a handful of people who would have said Anthony Davis. A lot of people had him penciled in for like MV, uh, at least one MVP. He's never getting an MVP in his career. No. I'm confident. Uh, saying. I don't want to call his career disappointing, but his, his Lakers. No, tenure, but I'm saying like he's yeah, never getting an MVP. No. His Lakers tenure beyond the championship has been disappointing. Yeah, LeBron's amazing. has too. <laughs> LeBron's outside. At least LeBron chip. plays. At least LeBron yeah. plays. And at least LeBron game played last year, gave me 30 a game. Like yeah, almost <laughs> won the scoring title. Great. Yeah. Um winning when you and I have talked about this endlessly winning a championship is worth it. But to get back to this Laker team this year, we cannot shoot the ball. Lonnie Walker, I'm tired of listening to him talk every time he hits a three. My jump shot too pretty for me to just for them to not Stop go in. That's it. the stupidest Stop thing it. I've ever heard. Then why I mean, we're we playing 20, not 23% from three. We're playing a like, guy who's on the brink of retirement from the Indianapolis Colts. Who's shooting yeah. threes in the corner. Saving our season. Not yeah. just. <laughs> no, like, not like, our season. Saving like one game. Saving. No, bro, but we're relying on him. Have, like, he's our yeah. shooter. <laughs> like, that's crazy. Like, he's our primary shooter. Like, that's crazy. And we didn't establish that until the last two games of the preseason. <laughs> Like, bro, what? He was on the Celtic Summer League team. Like, so what was the plan? Like, like if had he not been on our team, what was the plan? Scotty Pippen Jr. Like, oh, I, I just think there's a lot of things that obviously have to be addressed, and it's too late to address them. Uh, one, teams don't like to deal with the Lakers. Yeah, we had definitely have a Lakers tax. I don't think – I think a lot of GMs don't like Rob Palenka, too. So, you know, there's yeah, that. They should hate Rob Palenka. <laughs> teams, teams don't want to deal with LeBron. And at the end of the day, they're just like, hey, you made your bed, you lay in it. And I and we did Which that. Which I think it's two fair. Years in a row. I, I think yeah. you have to, like, you. there has to be consequences. And so that's what I've said. I don't think Rob Plinka should have got extended. I think that was the craziest thing Jeannie has ever done. Like, to look at his tenure. He started in, well, no, she's done some wild <laughs> shit. But starting in, he started in 2017. And so I was on another podcast. The draft season pod with fucking Sean and and uh and Raz. And they asked me, like, what would you give uh Anthony, I mean Rob Palinka's like tenure as a GM as a grade? Like, what grade would you give it? And I said, like, I don't know, a C plus B minus, because you got us the chip. So like the chip has to if you don't get us a chip outside of the chip year, it's an F. Like you should have he will once he's done with us, he will never be a GM again. No team, like if he was fired today, no team would be like, let me go pick up Rob Palenka. Like no team would do that, which, which should, to you should say like, hmm, maybe he isn't a good GM. 
Because I know I wish we well, had Daryl Morey, bro. He would already traded Anthony Davis. Like any any good like Jerry like if Jerry West got released or like Masai got released, like it, like people would be like, all right, we need to go get them. No, Rob Plink will never be a GM when he's done with the Lakers. And so like I would give him a C plus because he got us to chip. But outside of that, you look at those seasons we didn't make the playoffs. We got bounced by the Suns. We didn't make the playoffs again. We didn't make the playoffs again, and we won a chip. And so it's like, what have you done? He drafted was, well. He drafted well, but that's not even him. That's like right. Jer- J- uh, like the Bus Brothers and shit. Right. Joey Bus. Like at some point, we just got to get the Laker organization and our personnel decisions out of the Bus's hands and out of Rob Plinka's hands. I, um, he shouldn't have been extended at all. That's the. No, it, this I is on him. That. This this is on him. That he made the worst trade in the history of the franchise, trading for Russ. It's had a two-year of the franchise. What trade is worse than this? That has put. We have LeBron James, and we have we've completely killed our championship hopes for two straight years because of this trade. Come on, come on, bro. Uh, Anthony Daniels. <laughs> nah, uh, stop. Oh, uh, I mean that looks worse every day though. It looks, it does, but we got the chip. Yeah, so. we got chip. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> I would trade Brandon Lonzo and all Josh Hart and Larry Nance all for a chip. Yeah, so. um, that's definitely the worst trade in our team's history. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, especially his tenure, that's brutal. Yeah, um, like, like, bro, you you had a championship team and systematically broke it down piece by piece until you got what we have now. Like, oh, we're looking for a three and D guy. You know who was that? Kyle Kuzma. We're looking for a shooter. You know who was that? KCP. <laughs> you know, like, what do we do? Like, I, I would have traded them for Buddy Heald. And even then, I was like, do we really have to give up Kuz, KCP, and a pick for Buddy Heald? No. Yeah. I'm not doing that. But you're looking for pieces that we had and could have kept. But we chose to give away for Russell Westbrook, who, bro, me and you, who we're not NBA GMs. And we knew this is not a good fit. So I don't know what him and LeBron and AD were thinking, giving up crucial pieces to a team that, like, we keep Kyle Kuzma, we keep KCP. I think we're contenders. Like Contenders? No. I do. The league's advanced too far. It's gone. It's gone. The league's improved so much. We're also not hampered. We're also not hampered by Russ's massive contract. Like KCP, Kyle Kuzma, and the pick that we gave up to get Russ are more tradable pieces than Russ is. So like we would have been able to make a better deal down the line, I feel like, if we would have just stand like stood pat rather than trading for Russ. It would have been better. Yeah. Um, I think we would have been in a stickier situation to get a third guy. I think Russ leaving obviously opens up space for us to get a third guy. Um, so that's nice, but we did waste two years. Wasted two years. Like LeBron's in his 21, his 21st year, AD is 30 now. And, and we're who, what, what third? Like, bro, have you looked at the free agents for next year? It's nobody. Kyrie, Kyrie's a locked in Laker. Locked yeah, in. Yeah, he might be 100%. I'm serious. No, I'm. Mark <laughs> my words. Uh, no, but I, I no, I think he's a locked in Laker regardless. And I seriously mean that. I'm I'm usually not with those people. First of all, this rant this is the delusionality of I don't know if that's a word of Laker like fans. Keep, yeah, I appreciate it, it. Uh of Laker fans is that they are so outrageously optimistic that other teams want the players we have. 
So we're going to package this and we'll get this. And then this guy's going to get released for absurd. No reason. And we'll get him. Yeah. DeMar DeRose is going to sign. like Ky- people really thought Kyrie was going to sign the MLE to come play with us. Like, are you stupid? That was, <laughs> that was just Kyrie, bro. Like, Listen, well, DeMar was going to come. He was going to. Yeah. Yeah. He already I, said it, he's, which is crazy. But Taking less money. He, 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 said, yeah. he said it. Yeah. And we picked Russell Westbrook. Crazy. We could have had Bal- Wait, that was our third star. We could have had Kuzma and KCP and Kev and got the Rose. This is asinine thinking, bro. Uh, so when it comes to this team, I don't expect this to be anything. I really don't think we're even going to make the play in. I'm being dead serious. I like I really what don't. I've been seeing from us the last two two games. I like the Russ Russ off the bench. I'm I'm I only like it because I feel like it's raising his value because we don't look as desperate. Like we're zero and seven right now. And no team is like, we're not trading with any, like we're going to have to give up both picks to every team because they know we have no way out. Like by the trade deadline, if we're like a six, seven, eight seed, we've got some sort of leverage. Cause it's like, Hey, this is working. We're going to make, we gonna make the playoffs. But if we're a fucking 12, 13 seed, there's no shot that anyone's going to be like, listen, you have no choice, but to give us both these picks because it's either waste the season or give us the picks. You feel me? And like, I'm not even that locked in on the picks because like we pick in every year. Like we have a pick every year. We, we pick this year. We just swap with the Pels. And then next year they either can choose to take our pick or take our next year pick. So we pick in one of those years. <laughs> and then after that, we have our picks, we have all of our picks. So like what I would give you t- by 2027 and 2029, we'll have 2030 and 2032. <laughs> like it, it's like, we'll yeah. have picks by then. You feel me? So it's like, I'm not necessarily strung up on like, we're going to be bad Daryl's year. So we won't have those picks, but I don't want to give them up for players that aren't like Buddy Heald and Miles Turner. I know people are like, yeah, we are, we're those two pieces away from being a contender. I, I get that we have the second best defense in the league, but like Anthony Davis is a huge part in that. And I'm not trying to predict injury, but there's no way he played like, Anthony Davis goes down and our defense goes from top two to bottom five. <laughs> so yeah. it, it's like, okay, fine. Let's say we keep the top two defense. We get Buddy Heald and we get Miles Turner. Buddy Heald alone is not taking us. We shoot 26.7% from three. That's the worst mark in the league by almost 4%. Buddy Heald isn't taking us from 26.7 to th- the, the average team shoots 35.9. Buddy Heald isn't bringing us up 10 percentage points. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, like, like that. He's not going to make us an average shooting team. He's going to give us a, a one knockdown shooter. <laughs> That's it. AD's like, not shooting well. LeBron's he shoots not shooting 18% well. 18% from three. Um, yeah, LeBron's not shooting great right now. But I, that, I'm <laughs> LeBron's fine. LeBron's 22.6. But I know LeBron's going to end up getting me to 35%. That's just what he does at this point. Um, so I'm not worried about that. He's consistently showing me that. Anthony Davis is not. Um, the – if we were to, if that trade somehow happens and we end up with Hield and Turner, I think you one have to call Carmelo and ask him what he's doing and ask him Net, if he wants to Nets come back. And play. <laughs> Why would he want to go to that dysfunctional mess, bro? Um, so I think you have to call Carmelo and ask him one. What first of all, what was his price to where we were like, nah, like we're just not going to take them in. Got to take them in. Yeah. So I. But he should be on our roster right now. At least, at we least just, he can we shoot just a didn't three. Sign him. Like, yeah, um, yeah. We went with Matt Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> God. So 
but at least Melo has some gravity. Like right. you put it, you put him out there. Te- people not leaving him open. I'm sorry, he could be 38 years old, whatever. Teams are not leaving Melo open. You no. feel me? No. So if they were to do that trade, there's other stuff that has to happen. I think best case scenario is that the Hornets are terrible and they want to keep tanking and need to get rid of good players. And we'll say, hey, we'll give Terry you Rose here. <laughs> we'll give you Russ and two firsts for Terry and Gordon Hayward. Yeah. And Terry, at that point, hell, Terry Kay, uh, Kelly Oubre and PJ Washington. And I'm that's cool with me. I'm yeah. happy with that. Yeah. Uh, I'd rather have Gordon Hayward. But anyway. So would um, I. But like if that's the hang up, I'd be like, fuck it. <laughs> Take it. Yeah. Give it to me. yeah. No, that's fine. Um, and I'll, I'll throw those two first. I would love to have them because I do think we'll be bad. But, I think we'll be bad too. Uh, yeah. Um, but, but like we could trade them. AD for a first in 2027. You got to think AD commands at least a first, right? Like, what year is it? 2022? No, not a chance. No, you're, you're not a I'm chance. Right. You'll yeah, be 35. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking like after you said what year is it? I was like, fuck, I'm wrong. Yeah, <laughs> no, this shit. He, he got a shot. Uh, yeah. He won't be on a roster. <laughs> He'll be out of the league in five years. That's um, crazy. <laughs> That's a crazy thing. Yeah, that is. Um, so I, I don't think that if we're going to trade AD, the, the time is now or the time is that this offseason. I'm being dead serious. Question. So the the so if the Suns offered you Mikhail Bridges, Cam Johnson, and a first for AD, would you take it? I need another first, but yeah, after that, I'll take it. Oh, <laughs> you need two firsts for AD? Yeah. He's still a superstar player. That's true. And considering Rudy Gobert went for six, I'm I'm gonna need, yeah, I'm yeah, need, I need I, two, two of that. Yeah. I need two to three first, and then give me Mikhail, who's a great young wing defender, and Cam Johnson who can shoot it. And does that make us contenders this year? No. But if we traded for Buddy Hill to Miles Turner, then it might because at least <laughs> yeah. we gotta be. Exactly. <laughs> no, not a contender, but you get it. Um yeah, I, I think my best case our best case is to target the Hornets at some point. So do you think do you think Russ is on the team past the trade deadline? No. But I think he's an all-star break trade. I think he's here for the first half of the season. Unless unless this off-the-bench thing magically works and we somehow just look really good and keep winning games. But uh, do, you, do you think – because I'm assuming that whatever team Russ goes to, he gets bought out because he's an expiring. No, like, no one's going to just incorporate him. play again. Do, do you think he'll ever be on another team? No. So you think this is the end of Russell Westbrook's career? Yeah. And I've, I've juggled with that, right? Like, Who wants Russ? Who, what does he? What, what does he value offer? does he bring? Yeah, like what value does he bring to a, a a contending team? You know, none. I don't think he brings any value to. Like, I would rather have Cameron Payne than, than Russell Westbrook on my on my bench as my backup point guard. Yeah, I would. And and, and I could say maybe it looks better if Russ is around shooters instead of us. <laughs> but like, he, I mean, he's not willing to take on that role. You know. Like right. he's not, he was we won against the Pelicans and he was pissed that he didn't close the game. Like, bro, what? What? <laughs> we won. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not with Russ. Um, I try I gotta, to be optimistic about it when the signing happened, thinking we would form a roster of shooters. And, and I was fucking. I was against it from second one. Yeah, but we didn't form a roster of shooters. We formed a roster of morons. Yeah, and, and, and your problem we, was trusting a moron to build a yeah. roster of shooters. Uh, and then we did it again. But we did. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> What's the definition of insanity, bro? Exactly. Rob fucking Palenka. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, have a, I, have a, I despise him, man. Get him off uh, my team. I have a question for you because I was thinking about it when uh, Clay Thompson and Devin Booker were going at it. And Clay kept saying the four rings, four rings, four rings shit. 
Now, obviously, Clay Thompson has four rings. He's never been the best player on any of those teams. Correct. For two of them, he wasn't the second best player on the, on those teams. Now. Was he ever the second best player on any of those teams? <laughs> no, Draymond, Draymond was. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so he's never been the first or second best player on any of his four championship teams. But he has four rings. If Devin Booker wins one chip and is the best player on that team, is that one ring more valuable than Clay's four? No. You don't think so? No. Even though Devin Booker was the, the engine that made the Suns run. I hate that argument because I don't think that the Warriors win championships without Clay. I don't think they do either, but that's what I was seeing on Twitter. And I was thinking about it, and I we didn't record, so I need. That's an asinine ask. take. No, I don't think that there's no chance. Not no chance. They don't win championships without Clay. I don't think um, they do either. Okay, good. We're on the same page. Yeah. So. Uh, no, that, that one ring's not more valuable. That's uh, like like for me, like Kevin McHale was never better than Larry Bird, but he's a Hall of Famer. He's the reason they won a champ. He's the reason they won championships. You know what I'm saying? So like, mm-hmm. I can't hold it against you that there are guys in your team better than you. Yeah, that's just that's just how the cookie crumbles. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's that you have the one of the two best point guards of all time leading your team. So like, and then you, you had know, a top the best scorer we've seen the last ten years on the. Yeah, end. and then you had the best defensive player in the last in the last <laughs> yeah. ten years. Yeah. Seriously, um, so I, I can't, I can't hold that against Clay. And I one ring from Devin Booker as the best player, which one is never going to happen. But two, it's just no, that doesn't matter to me. <laughs> you don't think Deep Book ever gets a ring? He's not a one A. He can never be a one A. Okay, I agree. Uh, by the way, there's a very um, small list of one A's. Paul George will never be a one A. Like we these guys about were this really good. We thought yeah, the guys yeah. were really good. They're not one A's. Um, there's something I wanted to ask you because because I've been super hot and heavy talking about Shea, and one how good I think he is and how great I think he's always been. In the right scenario, there I think there are a lot of guards that Shea is better than. You're about to ask me is Shea better than Jaw. <laughs> No, I'm not asking you okay. that. You're gonna say you're gonna say Jaw and then leave it at that. <laughs> okay. If she, if Shay was in the same scenarios as Devin Booker, Donovan Mitchell, Zach Levine, these guys who are playing on teams who can win, is there that big of a difference in what Shay is offering and what those guys are offering? No. No. Is Shay as good as Donovan Mitchell? Donovan is really taking a step as a playmaker this year with DGBNL. Um, playing defense, too. Playing defense. Shea's too. always like, played defense. Shea can always play. <laughs> is he as good as Donovan Mitchell? I think he, yeah. I think he's as good. I wouldn't go as far to say he's better than Donovan. Is he the same tier talent as Donovan Mitchell? Yes. Same tier talent as Devin Booker? <laughs> Mitchell's been better than Booker this year. He has. He has. But I think, I think D-Book is the – best shooting guard in the league so i would say i would take donovan right now and i hate Donovan. i've hated on donovan mitchell for five years i would so. i would i like right now seven games through i would too but like seven games ago i like a week and a half ago i would say devin booker so i think there was a time where people would have bunched shay with like the heroes of the world i think he's cleared that. like i think he clears Ant edwards oh, far like away oh he clears Ant edwards to you Ant has been Ant has not been good. No, I go, I agree. Uh, but who who would you rather have going forward? If you're asking me right now, and you know I'm high on Ant, but like me too, I would take Shea. I would I would say Shea. Yeah, you can I, I you can ask. Well, next time Khalil's on, we'll have this conversation again. 
not in the same light because that's a repetitive podcast. But Khalil will confirm that I have been super high on Shea forever. And I've always thought Shea was a superstar, just not in the right Kentucky, situation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, there we go. <laughs> yeah. So just never was never in the right situation. He showed it on the Clippers that he was really good. As soon as he got to OKC, him and Chris Paul made a playoff run or got to the playoffs. I think Shea in the right situation is just as good, if not better, than some of these guys that we hold to a very high regard. And the conversation of him and Ja is real. Uh, okay, I'm not going to go that way. Is he better than DeJounte, Murray? Yes. Uh, is, he in, is he even in the same realm as Trey Young? I don't think so. Right now, seven games deep, ask me in 20 games. It's not about the seven games, just in general. What you think about his talent? I don't think no, not right now. But I think no, Trey, could, what I'm Trey what I'm is such is, a juggernaut. I think he could change my mind, like twenty twenty five. Like if I see it for, like right now he could drop off the cliff. You feel me? But like if he sustains this level of play for half the season, I might move him up that tier. Is what I'm saying. No way he averages thirty one for the whole season. I mean, but, obviously, but like this level of play, I'm not saying yeah. numbers wise has to stay the same. But I think he can be twenty five six and six. Which is a, an above that? Like, is I think he's better than Zach Levine. I, that's I so think, tough. I think Shea is better than Zach. Levine. Zach, there's just like all the talent there, all the touch, all the shooting ability, and something just doesn't <laughs> click, bro. It's the weirdest thing. Is he better than Bradley Bill? It's just brutal. Is he better than Drew? You know, I'm not really that high on Drew. See, I love so. Drew. Uh, so I would say yes. But... Okay, better than CJ. Yes. Yes. Better than Jalen Brown. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a tough. That's tough. I would, I would probably say no, but I'm very like I can be convinced. So then you would say no to him being better than Bi too, right? So you think Bi is better than Jalen Brown? I think Bi is better than Jalen Brown. I think they're close, but I I texted you before. I think Bi is better than Jalen Brown. I think yeah, I think yeah. He's such a better playmaker than than Jalen, but Jalen's a better defender. So whatever you take, uh, they score in such different ways that it's hard to. Hard to equate that. Um, I can't think of any other young guard. He's better than Fox. Fox has been super good. He's been so good. And the Kings are still shit. So, like. <laughs> Fox I, I, is unlocked, though. He's unlocked. Yeah, yeah. No, seriously. He's been I elite. Would say, I would He's shooting 40% Shea. from three right now. 45% from three. <laughs> I would still take Shea. Okay. Uh, any other young guards I'm missing that you can think of? Is he better than DG? I'll answer that for you. Yes. I really like Darius Garland. Me but, too. Yeah, I think but, this isn't a shot at any of those guys. This is how good Shea is. Yeah, the one that shocked me that I was so willing to say was Ant Edwards because we talked about this in length before. I love me some Ant Edwards. Me too. But, but I just think Shea looks fucking unreal right now. I'm just trying to think of more young guards. Uh, he's not better than Kyrie yet. Is he better than Tyrese? I don't know. if I don't know. Is he better than – would you rather have him or Cade? That's uh, Cade. Is he Kate is, is he, so nice, bro. Is he better than is is Tyrese better than De'Aaron? I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say no for right now too. I think the best version of Fox is what we're seeing, like right like now. that. And I don't. And what he is defend. Well, Tyrese is a good defender too. And Tyrese is a great passer. And Tyrese can score. And it's just like I think those two are probably same tier of player right now. Mm-hmm. Remember when I did plant your flag, Paolo averages like 21. And we were all like, nah, no way. He's averaging like 21. It's yeah. Crazy. What'd I say? 18 or 19 probably. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, this is like record-breaking shit. <laughs> no, he's he's going insane. Yeah. Is, he, is Shea better than DeMar right now? DeMar has been like MVP good. 
So I would, I would probably say no. Okay. I just, I think that there's a talent. I think that there is a group that Shea has firmly inserted himself in that we have to consider. And I think he's done it. I think he's did it before this year. And he's just now getting his shine because he's actually losing his mind to start the and season. The he's been uber like efficient. Decent, you know, like they're right. not horrible. So. Right. Um, but just like that Booker line, Shea will never be a 1A. And a lot of these guys will never be 1As. No. I don't think Trey Young could be a 1A because wings rule the NBA, bro. So do you think any guard could be a 1A? Steph's the only one. You shoot at that historically of a clip and that – Do we count Luka as a guard? Nah, nah. He's a wing. He just plays, plays guard. Luka's a 1A. Because yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah. If you were to list one A's, it's very small. That list is very, very small. Giannis, obviously MVP. He's the MVP right now for me. There's Luca. When he isn't fucking. Giannis, Luca, Bron. Is Bron still a one A? Ah, uh, well, if you put a good competition. Yeah, the right, the right, yeah, the right person. Yeah. So is KD one A? Yeah. Bron. Has he Luka. ever been a one A? Bron, oh, that's a good question. That's a great question. But he was the best player on that Warriors team. Uh, Bron, Luka, um, KD, Giannis, Jokic. Jokic is a 1A? I think he can be the best player on a championship team. I think that team's got to be super well orchestrated. I think he can be the best player. This Nuggets team could win a championship? I, I thought that I had them penciled for 60 games. And right now they're four and three. So Right. I just don't think so. Yeah. Um, Five. That's five by this name. I'm trying to think. think Embiid's not. Somebody. No. Tatum? Is he 1A? I want to say yes. He looks like it right now, yeah, dude. He's been I killing. Yes. I think I Tatum's MVP it. right now, by the way. I think Giannis. Um, I love it. You know I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're fucking undefeated. Like, that's crazy. Um, With no Chris Middleton. Yeah. So, yeah, Brooke Lopez is deep, DPOI. <laughs> so, that's, that's, that's six right there. Kawhi, is he one A? No, no, can't be at this point. He was though. He, he was don't though. Fucking play. But he was though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. But everybody want to say okay. AD is street clothes. Kawhi Leonard is fucking street clothes. Yeah, he does not play basketball. Yeah. So that's six. Um, Harden's not a one A. No, he's. I think he was. I, I think Harden could have been the best player on the championship team. I think that. I think they. They should have beat Golden State that year. Chris Paul got hurt. I think that screwed it. And I think it would have been a series with Cleveland, although I ultimately probably would have picked Cleveland. But Devin Booker's not a one. No, not even, not even as close. Trey, Ja, not one A's. So guards, got, it's so hard for guards to be one A's, bro. We got six. That's six. And you wasn't really sold on Jokic, so really five. Jokic is amazing. I just think it's so hard for your center, for anybody who's not a wing to be a one A. Yeah. Because, like, the way that they just create their own shot, like a wing. Jimmy Butler one A. God no, no. no. Okay. God, he's no. a wing. So, like, can, can he be the to, best player I'm on trying a to think of wings? Team? No, he couldn't be. Obviously, B. it's B. like the Paul George. Bi, none of them are one A. Jalen Brown's not ever going to be a one no, A. Like, no. it's so hard to be the. I am the best player in the championship yeah. team, and I can be that all the time, consistently. Yeah. Yeah. It's, that's a very small teams group. Game plan for me being the best player and still exactly. smoking. And, yeah, exactly. LeBron. <laughs> yeah, exactly. LeBron is the ultimate definition of a one A for sure. I think I think we're on the same page. Okay, um, just wanted to make sure. Shout out to Shea. 
Yeah, shout what? out to Shea. Big Thunder, four and three. They're like an eight seed right now. Biggest surprise. The Jazz are the biggest surprise of the season for me. Six and three. Thought they was tanking for Wemby. Laurie Markin and just so happened to be fucking Larry Bird. So they'll still <laughs> tank. They'll still tank. It's not gonna. It's not gonna hold. Well, they're gonna bust let our it ass. Hold. They're gonna bust our ass tomorrow, and then we play them again on Monday. So no, nah, we we're, win tomorrow. We're two, we're two of three game streak. You think three? We game win tomorrow. Okay. We win tomorrow. All right. Write it I down. Like, I like that. I like that. Write it down, bucket. I like that. So with that, I'm gonna head on up out of here. Hope y'all enjoyed this episode of the Run It Up Podcast. Make sure y'all subscribe to the pod on Apple Podcast. Download on Spotify. Follow Justice on Twitter at Justice Free Two. Me on Twitter at Adams underscore. Follow my son Khalil, even though he's not here at Balil44. Um, I think that's all the plugs. Follow the pod on Twitter at Run It Up Pod. Uh and yeah, make sure you leave a five-star rating and review. We appreciate them all. Make sure I have a litty day, a litty night, a litty life. And just like we do on every episode of this podcast, make sure y'all go run it up. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Run It Up podcast. If you want to keep up and see what Najee is up to, follow him on Twitter at Adams underscore. Hit him with some questions or topics that you want to hear in the next episode of the Run It Up podcast.